You're listening to Alicast, a deep dive into innovative and emerging trends in e-commerce, online payments, and digital entertainment, brought to you by Alibaba Group. I'm Ali Zillas, Managing Editor, Alison Tudor-Ackroyd, and today we're joined by Eat Just's Chief Executive, Josh Tetrick, to talk about the plant-based food provider's expansion into China. Josh has worked on sustainability initiatives throughout his career, be it at the United Nations or Citibank as a government advisor, and for the past 11 years as an entrepreneur. Welcome, Josh, and thank you for joining us on Alicast. Hi, excited to be here. Just to set the scene, we appear to be in the middle of a global plant-based food boom as consumers look for alternatives to the unsustainable mass production of common foods, such as eggs and meat. For our listeners, how is Eat Just, the company you co-founded in 2011, contributing to this movement and what sets it apart? Well, we think the way we eat meat and eggs today doesn't really align with the kind of planet that we want uh, and the kind of people that we want to be. We use about a third of our world today to plant soy and corn to feed the animals we eat, not people who are hungry, just the animals we eat. The way we make meat and eggs today contributes more to climate change than all the transportation sources combined. And we, we think as a company, it's best not to harm a living thing if you don't need to. So what we're trying to do is to make both meat and eggs better. And by better, we mean without the need to slaughter an animal, without the need to tear down rainforests, without the need to harm an animal in a way that's healthier for us and the planet. Um, and on the egg side, we do that by using a bean called a mung bean, and we remove the protein from that bean and we can actually make an egg uh, that tastes really good, that scrambles. You can make tomato and eggs with it, omelet, all sorts of egg dishes with it, but it's entirely plant-based. And on the meat side, instead of starting with the bean, we start with a cell and we identify nutrients that feed that cell and we cultivate it and manufacture real meat without the need to slaughter an animal. So eggs from plants, meats from cells, both a whole lot better than the current system. Got it. Thank you. China is the world's largest egg-producing country and the biggest consumer of meat on earth. Do you see demand growing in China for alternative protein sources? And what impact can companies like Eat Just potentially make in what is the world's most populous market? Yeah, well over 30% of the eggs consumed and the chicken, beef, and pork consumed globally is in China. So if we're going to accomplish our mission of having a world where the vast majority of meat and eggs doesn't require all these issues, um, we better win in China. And for us to win in China, to win with consumers, we need to make meat and eggs that taste as good, optimally better than the meat and eggs that are currently on the market today. They need to be meat and eggs that are healthier for them, for their family, for the planet, and they need to be ultimately more cost-effective. There's a lot of work that goes into making those three things happen, but ultimately, all three will need to happen if um, the way we're approaching it is uh, the dominant way of consuming these kinds of food products in, uh, in China. It's a long road, uh, but uh, we think it's worth it. Your plant-based egg brand, Just Egg, um, to my understanding, launched in China on Alibaba's Tmall in 2019. 
And since then, it's been growing its brand and business primarily in Shanghai. Could you tell us a little bit more about your China journey and how it's evolved? Up to this point, we've sold over 300 million and we've become the fastest growing egg brand in North America. Um, and in China, we've been primarily selling through Tmall with uh, a few uh, street vendors, a couple restaurants, really trying to understand the consumer. Uh, we're not making assumptions that the exact same things that work in the United States uh, work in Shanghai or Beijing um, or other cities across the country. It's been a real learning process for me to also understand the different kinds of recipes that uh, egg is consumed in. Um, I grew up in Birmingham, Alabama, eating eggs and butter and bacon, you know, for breakfast. I never had had tomato and eggs, uh, which is one of the most popular egg dishes in, uh, in China. So we spent the last bit really learning, understanding recipes, how consumers think about eggs. And, uh, and then now with uh, the partnership we have with C2 Alibaba, that's all going to really accelerate. I saw in a statement back in January 2021 that year-over-year growth on commerce platforms in China was 70%. That's quite a clip. Has that pace continued? Is that sustainable? The potential for that growth there in China? We definitely think it could even be higher than that in the the future. We're just in the very early stages of understanding how to grow in China. We think consumers in China are uh, thoughtful, really embrace innovation, care about it tasting good and making them feel good and something they can afford. Um, And if we think we can nail that, we think we're going to be embraced by a wider array of consumers. And, you know, what the growth is, if we're able to do that, it uh, really the sky's the limit. So we really put our focus on how do we continue to make the quality of the product better? What do we need to do to make it taste better than an egg? What do we need to do to make it more cost effective than a chicken egg? What do we need to do to continue to make it even healthier than an egg? And if we do that, we think it's all going to work out. He just has been steadily raising capital from investors and is already counted as a unicorn by capital markets. At the last count that I saw by Crunchbase, the company had gathered a total of $465 million from 43 investors. And the most recent funding that you already touched upon was a 25 million investment and strategic partnership with private equity firm C2 Capital Partners, which is backed by Alibaba Group. Can you tell me how is this capital and know-how going to fuel your drive into China? And how do you plan to lean into the C2 Alibaba ecosystem to accelerate that push? Well, for us to succeed in China, it means that we need to know consumers better We need to have the most uh, efficient infrastructure. Uh, We need to build a better and better team, a larger team. Uh, We need to expand beyond ultimately just tier one cities. We need to make products that are applicable to the Chinese consumer taste and preferences. And we can pretend that we know what we're doing, just hanging out in our East Bay headquarters, but we don't know what we're doing. Uh, We need a partner. And that's where the C2 Alibaba partnership really comes in. This allows us to really plug into Alibaba's capabilities, talent, consumer insights, more expansive infrastructure. Um, And that's going to help us build a team faster. It's going to help us better understand what consumers want. It's going to help us sell more effectively. And this is our core partner in China. And, And China recently noted that both eggs from plants and the way that we make meat from a cell instead of slaughtering a live animal are both part of their five-year agricultural plan. 
And to have a partnership like this one in a country that consumes the most meat and eggs with a policy framework that's all about accelerating it is a, is a real opportunity to get to get a lot of good done. And we got to make sure not to waste this moment. Talking to other entrepreneurs out there, if you were going to pick a, one sort of learning point, one experience that you would like to share. I would say two things. I'd say one, um, I think the first thing I'd say is don't overcomplicate it. Um, human beings are human beings no matter where they are. And stay focused on the fundamentals of delivering something that really works for the consumer. So th- second thing I would say is um, you're probably missing something if you're trying to do it alone. Um, and find either leaders or a partner or an advisor who knows the country deeply, who can help you increase the likelihood that you make the right calls, you hire the right people, you do the right things. And that doesn't guarantee you're going to succeed, but it just increases the probability of it. Curious, how has the pandemic impacted your expansion plans and consumers' appetite for plant-based alternatives? I think what the pandemic has done is open up people's eyes just a bit more that there's something amiss in the way the world is operating and the food system is a part of what is amiss. And I think it's an opportunity to build awareness and get people to try what we're doing for the first time. There are obviously impacts in terms of supply chain and borders closing and all that, but you know, everyone kind of knows that. Um, but I think the thing that is, uh, you know, redeeming to me about the pandemic is it opened up a moment of increased awareness. Back in January, I read about Dicko's, one of China's largest fast food chains, adding plant-based egg products supplied by Eat Just to menus at over 500 outlets across China. Are you guys in talks with other Chinese restaurant chains to supply Just Egg? We are. We're in, in talks with a few. You know, it's really important that we uh, at some point get local manufacturing uh, in China because right now we're shipping product from North America to China. It's not long term sustainable. That's not how we're going to build a business. So we're trying to sequence the business in such a way where we're learning from consumers. We're expanding uh, at least until we get local production fairly slowly. Um, and then we'll scale up uh, much faster when we have a local partner. Given all that, we are we are talking to uh, a number of other large uh, chains. Turning to uh, cultivated meat made from cultured animal cells that you referenced earlier, do you see acceptance of this approach gaining traction around the world? What's the outlook there? So cultivated meat is, um, unlike what we do with Just Egg, is real animal flesh. So it's real meat, but it doesn't require slaughtering an animal. So you start with a cell that you can get from a cell bank, as an example. You then feed that cell nutrients like um, amino acids and sugars and salts, and then you manufacture it in a stainless steel vessel, um, and you can make real meat. Um, I had some chicken today. I walked in a, a room with all my um, product developers, and the room smelled of uh, a chicken restaurant, um, and I sat down and had some chicken. Um so it's not for someone who really doesn't like animal flesh. It's for someone who really enjoys eating animal protein. The only place it's allowed to be sold is Singapore today, and we're the only company that's allowed to sell it. We think that'll change as U.S. and China and others um, provide a regulatory pathway to sell it. 
And ultimately, I think it's going to be the dominant meat that is consumed uh, because it's safer, it's healthier, it's smarter, it's more sustainable. And I think that's where the consumer naturally will gravitate. Talking to the financial community out there, potential investors thinking about this segment. And we've talked about initiatives that are likely to boost your top line, also to improve operating profitability. May I ask, are you already operating profitably? And what does all this mean for long-term path towards IPO? So for... um both for egg and meat, uh, we haven't crossed over into profitability yet. On the meat side, the next steps are make a lot more. And to <clears throat> to make a lot more, we need to get much larger vessels than we are today. And we're in the process of ordering materials and constructing 250,000 liter vessels, which are the key lever to reduce costs and ultimately build a profitable cultivated meat business. And on the egg side, the key activities relate to some of the things I, I previously mentioned, like separating out the protein in a more efficient way, selling the starch. So a handful of things that need to be done to, to get us there. There's a clear path to do it. We just got to execute it. And in terms of going public, we have a couple of different choices. One is we could take Just Egg public first and then take Good Meat public at some point after that. Or we could take both of them public under Eat Just. Um, we haven't made the decision yet and uh, still TBD on the timing. Great. Thank you so much, Josh, for sharing your insights with us. Much appreciated. Thank you. Nice talking with you. Great talking with you. And thank you, everyone, for joining Alicast. 